What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 245 of Ask Pat, the final three episodes here of 2015. Uh, I hope you're having a great week. Hope you've had a great holiday. My family and I, we're doing well, and I'm not going to waste any of your time. Let's get right to this. Before we get to today's question from Anne, which is a fantastic question, actually, and really on the top of my mind right now, uh, I want to thank today's sponsor, which is FreshBooks.com. They've been one of the original sponsors of Ask Pat, and I thank them so much for their support for the show and also for entrepreneurs out there who are trying to make things work and keep their finances organized because they are the easiest to use cloud accounting solution to help you keep track of your finances, money coming in, money going out. If you have anybody that you're billing or invoicing, it just makes it incredibly easy and professional looking so you can focus more on what you need to do as a business owner instead of fumbling around with all the uh, accounting stuff like I did when I first started and I used Excel to try and organize everything. So don't do it like I did. Use FreshBooks. Go ahead and go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section to get a seven-day free trial. Check that out. Awesome. Let's get to today's question from Anne. Hey, Pat. It's Anne here. Thanks for all that you do. I just had a quick question for you. I am so inspired by the teamwork I see you doing with Chris Decker and others. I'm curious, though. I know that money exchanges hands, but I want to know what that process looks like. I've got several friends that I would like to work with, and I want to make sure that we treat each other fairly for our professional skills that we both contribute to a project. Thanks for your help. Hey, Ann, thank you so much for the question and a happy new year to you and your family. Uh, I, I love this question. And like I said before, it's at the top of my mind right now because Chris Ducker and I are working on something big. You can find out more about that at onedaybb.com. I also have a number of other people in this world who I've been working with in the past and will be working with in the future to provide new value to the audience that I have as well. And it's just really exciting because when you understand the power of working with other people, the fact that two heads are always better than one, especially when you consider that they're not necessarily competitors, but perhaps people that can work with you and you can work with them to better serve both of your audiences or combine audiences for different offers and things like that. I mean, the the sky is the limit, really. And, you know, if you think that you could do all of this yourself or you can grow as big as you can on your own, you're kidding yourself. There's a lot of people out there who could add value to you and your audience and you can provide value to them and their audience as well. And so that's that's how I approach it. You know, that's how I feel about working with other people. I look for opportunities to do that. Although I will say that now that I've become a little bit popular in this space, a lot of people are emailing me who I don't know who are offering to partner with me or become an affiliate for their products. And that's a little scary because a lot of those offers are very, very attractive. And you just got to watch out when you start doing this a lot and you start to become popular and people know that you start you're starting to work with other people, you know, a lot of people are going to try and take it, uh, take advantage of you and the audience that you've built and the trust that you've earned with your audience. And so I, I have a simple rule before I get to specifically answering your question. And I have a specific rule for me that makes it easy for me to decide whether or not I should work with somebody. A, do I know them? And do I trust them? That's kind of the first thing. If I don't know them, then does anybody else I know trust them or have used their product as well? It takes a little bit of convincing for me to actually use a product before I ended up uh, recommending it to my audience. And that that's the number one rule for me, which is, you know, I, I can't recommend something I haven't used before. And, and at which point 
people usually say, oh, I'll give you a free trial for this or I'll, I'll let you try it out in, for seven days or whatever. And uh, I usually say, well, I'm, I'm not looking to get involved with something like this. But if it is and if it's something I've needed a solution for, then I will explore it. And uh, so every once in a while, those things are a hit. And, um, you know, so, so that's how I kind of approach it. But typically, I like to start with if I know there's somebody else out there who has maybe a product or a skill or something they could share with my audience, that I, I'd want them to, to, to offer that to my audience. And there would be money exchanged. There would be some sort of deal that would happen between myself and another person. Sometimes you'll hear this word called JV or joint venture thrown around. And that's essentially what it is when you work with somebody else to create a specific offer for a particular audience. And there's going to be money exchange in terms of, and the money can be exchanged in many different ways in terms of if maybe it's an affiliate relationship, maybe it's an exclusive affiliate relationship where somebody's just working with you and nobody else at the same time, which can have its own benefits, of course. Maybe there's a special rate at which you give a particular person because you have a great relationship with them. And that's where I would start. I would start with the people that you know who know that who you know that can provide value to your audience. Don't just kind of reach out to somebody cold. You know, start with your existing network and and it sounds like you already have people in mind. And of course you want to keep those relationships great moving forward. I know a lot of people who have gotten into business with each other too my really great friends actually had gone into business together and they are no longer friends. And we don't want that to happen. You know, you're friends beforehand. You don't want business and money to get in the way, but you do need to talk about it. And that's the big thing. When you have a potential joint venture partnership with somebody, when you are going into business with somebody else, whether it's just sort of a one-time offer or for good with somebody, you want to make sure you talk it out and you think about all of the scenarios and you want to make sure just that everybody is happy and fair. And this is your moment to speak up and talk your mind without being afraid of what the other person will think. And you have to do the same thing too. It's only best that you are completely honest and upfront and that other, and you tell the the person on the other end that you want them to be honest and upfront too. More often than not, you guys will come to some sort of an agreement based on the skills and based on the audience size and and things like that and what's being offered. Uh, A lot of people go so detailed enough to create spreadsheets based on, you know, and and create calculations and algorithms to create specific percentages and numbers just so the numbers are what's driving, the numbers are the driving force and not necessarily feelings. And some people go that route. Again, you'll have to talk it out. It's going to be different with everybody, somebody who you might want to work with might be a numbers person, whereas another person might just want to continue to build a relationship with you and will give you an amazing deal and actually do things for you for free sometimes, knowing that down the road you're going to do something back for them, sort of pro bono status. Uh, so you know, the, the, it's hard to give you an exact answer in, in terms of you know how compensation should happen because it's going to be different for every person that you connect with. But I would just make sure that both parties are always going to be honest and upfront with each other and that you get things in writing and figure it out beforehand. I know too many people, this was me when I first started, I just would find somebody who uh, you know, could provide value to my audience in one way, shape, or form, had a product that would fit perfectly with my audience, and I would just say, hey, let's work together. Okay, let's do it. And then I'd start selling that product, and then eventually we then have that discussion okay well how that you know i've sold this many for you how much should i get i mean this this was really rookie stuff and this was where both sides didn't really know what they were doing and 
that can be dangerous. And luckily, those people that I was working with before, this was back in greenexamacademy.com with my lead exam site back in those days, which that site still exists, although that partnership is, is definitely solid now. Um, you know, we're just, we've just learned over time and, and we both knew where each other was coming from. We were both sort of new to the industry and didn't really know what we were doing, but we figured things out along the way and we talked it out and it wasn't until we talked it out and figured it out an agreement that we were both comfortable with where things were. You want to make sure you talk out all the details, all the numbers, if this happens and, and if that happens, all those sorts of things. And if you were doing a JV, it might seem less formal than getting into an actual business partnership with someone, which is obviously true. It's less formal than that. However, you still want to keep it formal and still want to keep it very strict and and have paperwork involved because that's how you know that things are supposed to be a certain way. And then when something happens, you don't have to try and figure it out. Then it's kind of already been figured out. And it's hard to know exactly what all those scenarios will be. You kind of have to talk it out. And I would definitely recommend getting on Skype together or if you're in person, have lunch together and talk it out. Although uh, that's not always possible. That's going to be the best case scenario. And just be flexible because you're not going to always know the right thing to do and neither will the other person. But as long as you both know that you're there to help each other and keep each other happy, then you know, you're going to make you're going to make things work out. I think for Chris and I, I won't get into the specific numbers, but we have been longtime friends and we definitely wanted to make sure that when we are working together for this thing that we have coming up at OneDayBB.com next year, uh, which is like in three days, which is crazy. It's not going to launch on January 1st. You'll see more information about it if you sign up at OneDayBB, uh, OneDayBB.com. But we definitely had discussions about uh, the numbers and what happens in certain events, but we both feel you know we each have our own abilities to bring to the table, our uh, skills, and um, you know we're friends and we want to keep it that way. So it's important to have those conversations beforehand. And so the, I, I approach that, I, I take that same approach with everybody that I that I work with. And if it's somebody I don't know, I try to get to know them as well. So I so I understand who the person is behind that product, service, tool, or potential recommendation. So, Anne, I hope that answers your question, or at least in some way or part. And if you, if any of you out there have any suggestions for Anne or have per- perhaps gone through some hardships or maybe have done very successful work with other partners as well, go ahead and use the hashtag AskPat245 for episode 245. That's hashtag AskPat245. And uh, in 140 characters or less, uh, give Anne some advice, and let's continue this conversation off of askpat.com. So hashtag askpat245. And thank you so much for the question today. An AskPat t-shirt is headed your way. And again, happy new year to you and to everybody else out there listening. I also want to say that we are still taking questions. So if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and like Anne, you will get a t-shirt sent to your place for free on us if you get your question featured here on the show. And I also want to thank... FreshBooks.com, the accounting software that millions of small businesses are using to help keep track of their finances and to create invoices and to make things super easy come tax season, which is right around the corner for those of you who don't know. And they have a mobile, actually an award-winning mobile app so that you can check your finances on the go as well. If you'd like to get a seven-day free trial of FreshBooks, head on over to GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section. Again, that's GetFreshBooks.com and enter Ask Pat. Thank you so much. And as always, I love to end with a quote. And today's quote is from Zig Ziglar. He says, 
a goal properly set is halfway reached. Mm, mm, mm. Love that. Setting those goals, so important. A goal properly set is halfway reached. All right. Let's, uh, let's keep moving forward here as we approach 2015. Love you guys. I'll see you in the next episode of ASPAT. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.